0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, The Business of Tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. And joining me now is New Zealand Herald political editor Claire Trivette. How are you this morning, Claire? Are you there, Claire? Just one moment, folks. Hello. Hi, Claire. Welcome. Hi. Good to have you with us. <laughs> uh, yesterday, the National Party released their water policy in their response to Three Waters. They're uh, planning on scrapping Labour's four co-governed mega-entities and returning water assets to direct council ownership. And a little part of me feels that they're hoping that people will go, yay, tick, tick, and not ask any more questions
1: yeah it's it was slightly unusual that he like they started off saying well the status quo isn't going to work and then um, proceeded to say that they'll deliver the status quo but with the government looking over councils shoulders to make sure they're doing what they should kind of do so they repeat they're going to repeal if the three water stuff goes ahead they'll repeal it um labor's version of it and and they'll let councils basically keep their ownership and kind of governance and management of their water assets, they'll let the councils um, join together with other councils if they want to for the purposes of kind of setting up a kind of Wellington water, I guess, style version of um, uh Uber water infrastructure thing which is slightly hands off from the council and gives them a bit more balancing power and they'll let councils take out more debt to pay for water infrastructure and have to tell government basically how they're going to pay for it whether that's through water charges or rates or whatever um, which all means it goes back on the ratepayers. what we don't know is what the cost difference to the ratepayers would be under national's plan versus what labour says the costs under their plan will be so yeah, it's a, it's a little. It seems a little bit kind of half baked, to be honest.
0: So what we all want to know is how it's going to affect us, don't we? We want to know how we're paying for it and and how we're paying for it. Are we paying for it through our rates? Are we paying through it for taxes? Do we get? We don't get a clear picture from either policy, do we? As to how it could impact us.
1: Well, it will impact us either way. It's just a matter of whether it impacts us more. Either way, so mm. it will end up coming out through rates or water charges. That's That'll be up to the individual councils to decide under nationals um, and pretty much water charges through, through Labor. So L- Labor is currently working on theirs to see if they can bring back a different one but the problem is there's billions and billions of dollars of water infrastructure work that needs done. Someone's got to pay for it and, and nationals kind of um, letting the councillors keep control about who are the ones who've let it get into such a state to begin with, um, but they're telling them they have to, you know, ring fence the funding for the water infrastructure rather than spend it on nice, nice things that they think the voters might like and vote them back in for.
0: But the council, so, the council still have to find the money. Yeah, the
1: council okay. still have to find the money through debt or or rates, basically.
0: It's a little bit frustrating, isn't it? It feels like um, the government has gone to the extreme of one end, and then <laughs> Nationals kind of the other end of the scale, and 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 isn't really offering a huge amount. There's, there's sort of somewhere in the middle someone could land here. That uh, well,
1: I don't, I'm not an expert yeah. on these things, but surely, <laughs> surely there is.
0: Well, I wonder. I wonder. Will this? I mean, this has been released now. Of course, we're expecting to hear, as you said, from Chris Hopkins in a few weeks as to how they're going to alter the Three Waters policy. But sorry, we don't call it that anymore, do we? Do you think this will have any impact on what he offers? Um,
1: I, I don't know if it'll have any impact on what he offers. He'd already said that he was going to look at the co-govern at the co-governance aspect of his, and also the extent to which um, local democracy is involved i.e. the councils. So the main objection to that one was that the councils kind of remained the nominal owners of the water assets but had very limited kind of control or say over what happened to them and where the money went and all that kind of stuff. So those are the two things he said he's looking at. So it'll be interesting to see if he can come back with um, something that's a bit more compelling and, and acceptable to people in local areas.
0: Finance Minister, Grant Robertson, he's got a bit to think about come Budget Day on May 18th, hasn't
1: he? Yeah, the poor bugger, he tries to lighten his workload by stepping down as Deputy Prime Minister and giving up the infrastructure portfolio and now he's kind of got to deal with um, the cyclone portfolio and and a budget in which he's confronting two crises, one of which the cyclone and the other is cost of living and the um, remedy for each of them makes the other one worse, mm. so... He's got to. He'll be spending some hard yards trying to sort that out, as well as the immediate cyclone recovery. Like, you know, does he look at what can he do? What can he still do in terms of easing the cost of living burden on people, especially on low, middle to lower incomes, without jeopardising the kind of cyclone rebuild and making inflation worse? So, it's a very um, tricky scenario that he's in, and I, t- I wouldn't want to be him, to be honest. He's done crisis budgets before, but not usually
0: um, with two such conflicting kind of crises involved. Thanks so much for your thoughts this morning, Claire. Appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy.